0: Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to be breaking down the latest top five, Black Panther, no surprise, it's fifth week in a row. Neil Plumley is going to give you the inside scoop on why this juggernaut is staying number one. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies, and now. Here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office
1: Breakdown.
0: Hey. hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Hey. Yeah, this, of course, is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we'd like to... Pro...
2: No... Okay.
0: Beautiful. I was going to say,
2: Tony can do it. I That's... know no one was doing you gotta it. You got to chime in? Aww. Oh.
3: Uh,
0: about the box office that lie ahead, I am one of your hosts, Frank Moran.
3: Hey, how's it going? My name is Carrie Lane. My name's Amy Cassandra-Martinez.
0: And
4: I'm Neil Plumley. What's going on, everybody?
0: And making sure that we all look good and sound good and smell good and feel good. (laughs) To all of you watching or listening, Anthony in the booth.
1: That's me. You guys are my priority. I always make y'all look
0: good. Yay, yay. Oh, that's so kind of you. Now, of course, folks, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and of course, we're going to have the chat up and running, so feel free to chime in. Share your thoughts about anything in movies in general, or something that this particular weekend. And of course, Gary, if they're watching after we stream live, to, what can they do?
2: I'm I'm gesturing already for those listening. You can comment down below, right there. Look
0: at oh. that! Almost. Right there, right there. Uh, and give that your give chat. a th- bunch of thumbs up on the on the YouTube. Give it give it. Go to the YouTube channel. Thumbs up, it, thumbs up! it. Thumbs up! it. Thumbs up! Thumbs up! Because you all
2: like movies like us, so
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We love movies and we love you.
2: <laughs> no, it's funny when you like talk to people and then you're like, oh yeah, movies and like TV shows are my life and my hobby. That's true. No, just
3: me? No, okay, no. I know. I always find that surprising that people don't love movies as much as we do. Yeah.
0: When you do what you love, <laughs> it's not like work at all.
3: That's right.
0: right. Whoa, blah, blah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna jump right into it. Our top five from this past weekend. Uh, you know, there was some debate whether Tomb Raider was gonna come in number one. But Black Panther held on strong. Yeah, going all the way over mm-hmm. to the far side of the desk for that exclusive in-depth analysis <laughs> that we that we've come to expect here on Box Office Breakdown. The Neil Plumley, it did great. Woo. Thank you, Neil.
2: Uh, well, actually, uh, what are your thoughts on this? And someone mentioned in the chat, and I saw it on Twitter. Uh, some people are feeling uh, Avengers new ticket sales are already being boosted because of Black Panther. Oh, success. yeah.
4: I would say, of course, because, well, first of all, it looks like from the trailers at least, Wakanda is strongly favored mm-hmm. in uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 1. Um, so I would I would say that actually, it might be like a dual effect. It could be spearheading the advanced ticket sales for Infinity War, and Infinity War trailer could be adding more ticket sales to Black Panther. People yeah. just getting that extra Exactly, hype
2: go the other way. Like, yeah. they see Infinity War, and they're like, dude, we need to go watch it again, and it's so good. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I do feel like that this last trailer that just dropped with some of the inclusions from Wakanda, definitely in response to how well received
4: Black Panther yeah. was. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. They had, a, they had a really good shot of a Shuri. Yep, holding mm-hmm. that hologram thing and like a really solid like lock on her face there at the end. I was like, that's definitely yes. because of how many people have responded positively to Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: Though, I, uh, have you guys seen all the backlash of like, where's Hawkeye? Oh and my like god! <laughs> I, like I my heard dad. something.
4: I heard something interesting. Someone's like, "I really hope that Nick Fury, Hawkeye, Ant-Man, and the Wasp are out on their own mission looking for Captain Marvel."
1: Mm, that'd be interesting. I
2: like Ant-Man though.
4: No, oh, I love Ant-Man. I'd be pretty like, sure.
2: why, why not have him gone?
1: But... I'm pretty sure Nick Fury is going to be like a scroll. That's what like they're setting him up to be. Yeah,
4: Secret Invasion, along
1: with a Black Widow too, because of her hair. And it could be anybody. anybody.
2: I just think it's because there are plenty of times where somebody's not in the trailer or something and it's okay. They're still in the movie. But it's been interesting people freaking out about it. And you're like, calm down.
0: I do like people are are freaking out about Black Widow possibly being a scroll because that wouldn't be any sort of tell. Her hair's blonde. Wait a minute. There's something there.
1: (laughs) But but also, after Captain America Winter Soldier, she goes out into hiding and then she comes back and then she has different hair and she's acting differently. And it's like, hmm.
0: Why is she acting? We haven't seen enough of her to really think that she's acting differently. Why yeah, do you think
1: we, we haven't seen enough of her? Because then we would have ta- been able to tell that she was different already. Yeah, you know, a, a person what? can't change it's a her trailer.
2: hair. It's marketing. It's trying to make you go see the movie.
1: So the we had that her discussion on Twitter Thank
2: too you. of like Thank how you. much you, you know.
1: girl too. Mm, then I believe yes, I'm not going to say no.
3: But I did, in case you guys would like to see something fun, I'm just going to throw it out there. Don't judge me, please. I did film my first trailer reaction. You did. You're adorbs. I watched. Uh, Thank you. I love the support, Carrie. Mm -hmm. And I watched your Tomb Raider escape room thing, too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Very good little intro when you walk in and everything. Oh, thank you. Everyone was so friendly there. They made it feel very nice. Uh, So, yeah, feel free to go to my YouTube channel and check that out. You get to see how much of a dork... I am when I watch adorable. Like, oh,
0: hmm. I will not support kidding. any of your outside endeavors. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that is fine. Uh, Neil, did you watch here uh, Amy's reaction video? No. All right. There we go. <laughs> uh, just checking, doing a little little survey no, that's about fine. that. As Anthony, did you, you? So
2: well, wait, did we we didn't really say
0: uh, how much it dropped. too. Oh, he Sorry. went silent. I Sorry, that is a no.
2: He's speechless because he loved it so uh, much. So uh, oh, wait, somebody kind of asked. So Black Panther dropped.
0: Yes. Uh, Yes, we Uh, we got uh, 27 million, is what it did this week. So it is uh,
4: crushing it over uh, 600 million here just domestically. Mm -hmm. It was a 33% drop, a little bit more than 33%, which is outstanding because Mm -hmm. I think it did 38% last week.
0: And now it's moved up to number four in the top five MCU films. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just nipping at the heels. I think the next one is 115. Yeah, look at it go. I I don't know if we could take number one, but I could see it probably getting two or Three at least. Good thoughts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next and There movie. you go. Uh, Tomb yep. Raider came in number two, 23.5 million. Uh, it definitely feels like it underperformed, uh, given what people I think had hoped, mm-hmm. especially Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. in terms of this property. Uh, I know a few people here have seen it.
2: I've actually seen it twice. Oh, look at that! Twice. And yeah. she liked it so much. Well, She's back. seen it
0: twice. She's dressed up as it.
2: I did. Y'all should have seen my social media because I posted a lot of photos. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The
0: old social media. What did you think, Carrie?
2: Uh, okay, so I for, so definitely check out social media later. We'll give that plug. But um, I dressed up as Tomb Raider for a special event. It's the Monday before it came out, and that was super fun. I did classic Lara Croft, and uh, I enjoyed it the first time, and I had a better appreciation the second time. Uh, so. The best way to explain it is the first, the, and I still, I do enjoy the Angelina Jolie one too. That was so fun. Um, that one is, the original is like the original game. This one is like the new game. Guess what? They're different. So don't compare them. Because people are like, oh my god, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're different. Like, even what she looks like. I'm like, she looks like the new game. Lucy Vikander is super hot in the movie too, by the way. And I can totally believe she does the things she does. That you're like, yeah, like. She looks mm-hmm. physically fit to, like, pull herself up and do fight stuff. So that is awesome. I haven't played the new game, but I had a friend after the movie, she's, like, leaned over and was, like, scenes are specifically from the game. Spot on. That's what happens. Like, the plane bit, which is oh. in the trailer, totally in the game. Uh, there are some good videos online of people doing shot-by-shot comparisons. So I, I think that's amazing. And in seeing it the second time, I notice it is filmed kind of like a video game. Like, there's a shot with the airplane and she's looking down at her feet. I'm like, oh, it's like when you're the character of you or when she's moving around in places, it totally feels like you're the one controlling it. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um
0: can you drive her can you run her to her wall she like this? <laughs>
2: I know just that, just right? Against the oh flats no, no. Um the other thing too is that I liked is it's kinda like when the original um, when they redid James Bond, like she's at the beginning of her Uh, Adventures. So she's not perfect. She makes mistakes. She's a bit naive. And there are some things in the movie that you're like, all right, sweetheart, why aren't you noticing what's going on? But let's go with she's very distracted. And you'll see why when you see it. Uh, But I like that you'll you'll chime in, hopefully. You know, she messes up and it's fine and it's cool. And the action's so exciting. I enjoyed that. And then, um, what was it, too? also, I yeah, just the other characters are cool. Um,
0: did they have the great robot uh, training defense guy? N- no. Oh, well, then this movie's going to be terrible then. Oh, stop.
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, um, I think this one did a really good job of being like a cool video game movie.
0: Would you want to see more in this franchise?
2: Yeah. I think, oh, and yeah, Alicia, I think, has a great charisma to be her, uh, to be Lara Croft. And I was like, yeah, totally. Uh, because, yeah, you buy it. She has that sass. She has that adventure and curiosity. She's smart. Uh, there's somebody who was saying, like, love line plot. There's, there's potential, which I was like, I liked how they just kind of had it there on the sideline. It's not the main focus of the movie that you're like, Egh. Um, and it's funny because from a queer audience, they're kind of glad she doesn't have a love interest. I was like, oh, that's another way to look at it. But I like the dude who is like her companion who helped her get there to the island. Amy, But it's cool. I liked it. Cassandra
0: Martinez, you've seen it many, many weeks ago. Yes. You have you know, teased us with your thoughts, saying that you were not able to share.
3: The, that second part, correct.
0: Left
4: yes. us on edge.
2: Oh, wait. I'm so sorry to jump. What, no, what? Um, somebody said this is a big complaint. I was like, uh, yes, but if it's based on the game, who cares? Um, complaint is that Tomb Raider, a lot of it is very similar to Inia Jones and um, Last Crusade slash... Um, Arc of the uh, the first one, um, I'm totally blinking right now. But um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, so but it's based on the video game, guys. So if that's a complaint for you, it's based on the video game.
0: All Sorry. right.
3: Yeah. No. 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 It's okay. I think so. Coming from the perspective of never having played the video games or even seen the first one with or the first two with Angelina Jolie, I agree that Alicia is amazing charismatic built like she could freaking punch you mm-hmm. uh so i really did like that i i am looking forward to future movies with her as laura croft uh, i felt like there were points where they didn't use their characters as much as they should have like when you have a certain kind of chemistry with someone i understand like wanting to stick to the video game or like well no that doesn't go with the plot like i get it but which one um like the guy that took her <laughs> But see, it's good potential. potential. You wanted more. (laughs) I wanted more, like interaction with the people that already worked. Like you're gonna be introducing another character. Get some more with them. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be getting an interaction with another character, Mm -hmm. and their chemistry isn't that good. Like it's it's Mm. good, but it's not as good as with someone else. Um, The action scenes were fun. They, I mean, I was rooting for her the entire time, and I think that that's a big deal when you're watching an action movie, because if you're not rooting for them, then who freaking cares? Right. Um, yeah, it was nice. It was nice, and I think that for, like, having never seen the other ones, this is a good introduction into Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, so don't feel left out if you haven't seen any of them. You don't need to play the game. You don't need to watch the older ones. So, it was fun. It cool. was fun. Like, not, ah, amazing, but mm-hmm. it was it was fun. All right. Yeah.
0: Look at that. Uh, coming to number three, I can only imagine. Uh, surprise number three. Uh, I made $17 yeah. million. Dollars. There's talk about that or Love, Simon kind of dueling back and forth throughout the weekend. But ultimately, I can only imagine was a uh, surprising number three.
3: Yeah, I feel like we I didn't, didn't really talk yeah, about it was like it no. no,
0: no, it didn't really. That one, I think it did much better than people were anticipating.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Good. Uh, coming to number four, a Wrinkle in Time. Uh dropped down 50% to make another $16.5 million.
2: You did see it, right? Mm-mm. Not yet? Okay, I felt like you had. You know, not Wait, yet.
1: did we talk no. about that already? We
2: did. Last Did week? you see it yet?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. We
2: yeah, we did. So okay.
1: if you guys Anthony, are
0: interested in that,
2: we talked about it previous episode.
0: <laughs> and finally, coming to number five, the Greg Berlanti written and directed film, Love, Simon,
2: you from that. Fox, $11. Yes.
0: $11.5 million. Uh, people have been raving about this film. Yes. I have not seen it yet myself, but I know, Amy Cassandra, you were shouting from the social media rooftops about Basically. this. And from actual rooftops. Yes.
3: <laughs> Both. I did both. Um, yes, I I don't care what other people think. I freaking loved it. I think that <sighs> we live in a world now that if we're not super interested in the movie, we're just going to dismiss it. And I don't think that we should think like that, especially when we have movie not sponsored. <laughs> just like go freaking watch the movie couple hours of your life. Not going to hurt you. Um, it was amazingly cast these people were great they interacted so nicely together that it really brought this story to life even better and you're rooting for them you're not annoyed by any of them um Jennifer Garner said on an interview with Ellen that it wasn't so much about what you know like coming out it's about a coming-of-age story and I think that that's Mm -hmm. nicer because it's not like well, she said when you're including everyone, you know, all kinds of races, ethnicities, uh, sexual orientations, mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be about that. Because why like separate them? You know what I mean? So I really, really enjoyed it. It's a it's rom-commy. Oh. I think you would really love it. Um, <laughs> and it's just so sweet. And then there's a mo- there's a moment at the end that feels like never been kissed. With Mm. Drew Barrymore. So if you're a fan of that, like, it just... Oh, it's so sweet. You root for them. But it also shows you moments in uh, people that come out, like, their lives. Um, And it's not... It's not painted in a way that it's unrealistic. So, I mean, I I loved it. I know that one of the characters actually was inspired to come out publicly Mm -hmm. since he finished filming. Mm. So, yeah. And then, you know, I've had friends say, like, no, this was amazing, this... This really hits it on the nose. So, chat rooms agreeing that there are most people in there saying they enjoyed it a lot. Yay! Yeah, so I mean, I would love for you guys to see it because I'm just like, yes, I was rooting for him the whole time and <laughs> I loved it. Loved it.
0: Where does Jennifer Gardner fall on your rom com leading mm. actresses?
3: I mean, there's 13 freaking going on, 30, yeah. so mm. good. Could, yes,
0: Ghost of Girlfriends Past.
3: It was okay. That's not that, one's that's okay.
4: not that great. No. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make the list frank. No, Sorry. no, it doesn't.
3: They're not all created equal. They're No. This, There's no, a no, big no. spectrum of romance comedies. Yes, this is true. But, um, yeah, I love that she was in it. I think that her and Josh Dumel had a really nice chemistry that you almost like, you didn't really think they would go together very mm-hmm. well. But they did. And then the younger sister, oh, like, oh, I can't. I well, can't. I loved it.
0: Because I saw some of the, the clips there where Josh Jamel's character is talking about those nacho fries.
3: That's from something else. Oh,
0: that, okay. Yeah, okay. That's not from... The, all right. Oh, all right. I mean, I got don't it. know,
3: actually. Maybe the conspiracy. Maybe they, they put it in there and you'll just have to see. <laughs>
0: maybe conspiracy. I'm lying to
3: you.
0: Yeah, he's not worried about Simon at all. He's worried about those damn nacho fries What's <laughs> going on. Both,
3: both, <laughs> I, Yeah.
2: Not on the top five, but I finally got around to seeing Red Sparrow. Uh, It was said to me before on Horror Movie News by Ollie, uh, it's a very slow burn. If you're going to see it, remember, it's a slow burn. Like, it is not, the trailer makes it super action-y. No, there's action parts, but it's mostly slower. Uh, I I still thought it was very interesting. There's some torture things, which are, like, crazy disturbing, but you don't see it. So it's like, for example, my hands below the table, they'd be, like, smashing a hammer on the hand, but you never see it. But everybody in the audience is like, ah, ooh, ooh. It's, they do something much worse than that. But um,
1: You like a to very... see that
2: blood? No, it was actually very, cool. how they do it, I'll tell you after. But um, how they, it was filmed interesting because it was almost like a cheat way to do it. But it was effective because everybody's still like, oh, ooh, ooh, squirmy in their seat. Um, yeah, and so it's it's cool, but definitely slow pace
0: uh amy cassandra i know you've seen some films recently as well outside yeah, of our top five more.
3: yeah two more um so game night <gasps> mm-hmm. game night yes. <laughs> so i just need to watch red Sparrow to catch up on all my but uh yeah i loved it right i loved it right? it was so much fun i was telling neil before the show that i haven't laughed in a movie theater like that in a while probably uh-huh. since last year because it hasn't been that long are you
0: a jason bateman fan or you can he's just take him leaving.
3: Like he's fine. Yeah, I like him in what is it? The Switch. With Jennifer Aniston. Like it's fine. It's well, that's fine. That's a deep pull on that one. It's yeah. fine. That's the first movie that came into my mind. I don't yeah. know what that says. Not
4: Horrible Bosses.
3: Oh, I don't really care for Horrible Bosses. Office Christmas Party.
4: <laughs> Office <laughs> Christmas
3: Party was. <laughs> is
4: that, yeah, it was, that was I like your little giggle there.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun, and I pretty much everything that you said was yes. And okay. I miss Rachel McAdams so much. I forgot mm-hmm. how much I did.
4: Yeah, she was a delight.
3: Gosh, exactly a delight. Um, yeah, that was fun. And then the other one that I saw was Thoroughbreds. How was it? Ooh. You guys. Okay.
1: okay. Oh, my God. I want to talk exactly. about Thoroughbreds so bad. You go first. Did, did you see first? it? I loved. This is okay. possibly my favorite movie of the year so far.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. More than Shape of Water? And you were freaking out on that one. Shape and Coco. Shape of Water was
1: last, last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh. shape, yeah. 2018, bit. <laughs> fine. It feels like this year
2: because it's all still being talked about.
1: Um, no, this this I think this was a fantastic film. I think this uh, the director. I can't remember his name right now. Um, he's a very talented director. Um, he's he, it was actually a a, a stage play. Oh, it was a stage play, or he he no he was a playwright. Okay. And he wrote the film. He wrote this is his first time writing this film, and it tells it it it, it, it feels like a play. It acts like it it plays out like a play mm. um but it's just so interesting the the uh the energy between the two actors is so kinetic like it it's so strong um and it just uh it just sp- it just touched me on like a, a great level that i just when i left i was just like this is such a fantastic piece of film <laughs> that i think anybody everybody should watch um and it's a shame that i didn't make that much money but like mm-hmm. with these kind of movies you kind of See, you see it coming a mile away. Like no one's gonna go watch this movie because n- no one knows what it's about or really mm-hmm. what's in store or like how what's really going down. It's basically two girls plot to kill one of the girls' father. Stepdad. And stepdad. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and they had
2: very little advertising too. It,
1: it's really great. It's it has like a m- really great uh, feminist undertones to it because mm-hmm. it's like two young women going up against a father who's controlling almost every aspect of not only the daughter. The stepdaughter but also the wife's uh life mm-hmm. uh to the point where like sh- he literally has her in the sunning like buys her a sun uh what are what they called like a bed mm-hmm. yeah and like there's a shot where like Anna taylor joey is looking for her mother and she finds her and she's literally in a box getting tanned up because the the father frank loves her to have more color I'm like she's literally in a box. That's creepy. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying like the, like the hegemonic power structure of the male and like mm-hmm. having the wife in a box to be uh, what he wants her to be and also trying to get rid of Anatoly at the same time. So that's uh, that's why I got like the feminist undertones. But if you read any other reviews, I I've read a couple, and not that many people have actually like taken or picked up on that take. Um, they they mainly focus on how it's like white privilege and it's like these two kids who are just bored and want to kill like oh seriously <laughs> yeah it's so it's like um some i mean they're, they're it's also good takes and it takes on it touches on that it also touches on um the class system with uh anton yokins' character and how um both of the the girls are like w- super wealthy and well off um it's just a, it's a it, it's uh it just has to deal with like the emotional aspects of the uh, the girls' uh psychology and everything mm. It's, it's a great film. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, look great. at that. All it's right.
3: Written and directed by Corey Finley. And also, the, the score underneath it, the entire time, is just.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It feels like you're in the African jungle and you're like, your you're hunts, it's like a hunt. It's like, it's a oh. constant hunt. Yeah. But like, I wasn't sure what that was supposed to mean. I think it's between the girls and how they're, in a sense, playing with each other or possibly using each other. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i would definitely recommend it
3: yeah yeah
1: nice
0: get your highest possible recommendation as well amy
3: yes i loved it and i love it when movies are so different and this one definitely is so don't dismiss it if you can see it see it check your more art housey
2: theaters because that one i remember i saw i think i saw a trailer on darkest hour and then haven't heard about it all like when i saw your ticket i'm like did they spell something wrong what movie is this and then i was like oh yeah that Definitely
0: see it. All right. Yeah. Uh so of course, folks, uh one of these films was the subject of our box office bet that we did this past <laughs> week. And of course, that was Tomb Raider. <laughs> 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 uh and of course D-Nail Plumley has the exclusive details exclusive. about our box office bets from last
4: week. I do. They're right here on my phone. <laughs> when I read it down, it says Tomb Raider. <laughs> Starting, uh, s- since everyone was over, it was 23.5, th- right? That is correct. All right. Everyone was over, so we'll start from the highest. The highest was Carrie D. Lane at $34.5 million. Oh, uh, Tony B. Tony coming in at $34 million. <laughs> Uh Happy Go Jackie Frank Moran at $28 million. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh sitting pretty in second is myself, Neil Plumley. What's going on? My other boy? And uh our winner <laughs> this week was Amy Cassandra Yay! Martinez, twenty-five million dollars.
3: Okay. <laughs> Haters gonna hate.
4: Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> button, sorry. No, yeah, I said like that was
3: the wrong one for...
4: thank you to our studio audience.
3: Thank you.
0: So uh of course, folks, as always. We don't stop the box office but there we don't plan stop. ahead for the next week. Don't There's going to be three films for your consideration there in the chat. Midnight Sun, Pacific Rim Uprising, and Sherlock Gnomes. Oh my god. Mm. It's going to be Wait, What was the first one? Uh Midnight
4: Sun. It's a it's a romance. You see that doesn't make sense because the sun has set if it's midnight. <laughs> uh, Does it just mean darkness? Well, it's a
0: 17-year-old girl suffers from a condition that prevents her from being out in the sunlight. Oh, um. yeah. That's got your boy Rob Riggle in there. That's all he really <laughs> did know. He and is my boy. Your You're boy. right, Frank. Yeah, boy. That's right. Rob Riggs. Mm. Rob Riggs. He's so, so, like,
2: young romance?
0: Yes, it's more of okay. a teen romance in okay. there. I How just, can you find love when you can't leave your house? Real quick, I just want to ask. I Have a night ask.
1: job. I just want to ask, Frank, um, why was there an omittance of uh, of, Isle of Dogs as well as I Kill Giants as well as Unsane?
0: Uh, we're, We're just going by the ones that are just going out wide, so they've already been maybe in limited release. We're Just doing when it goes big, got it, got it. Okay, yes,
2: but good call on bringing up those movies because yes, they're coming. Isle of Dogs, like what
1: Wes Anderson. Oh, my god, oh man, then there's already
2: <laughs> people freaking out on that.
0: <laughs> when those films do yeah. go wide, Anthony, we'll make sure that they get included in a bet for sure. Yes, uh, so of course, uh, start chiming away in the chat about the other uh, films that, uh, which one of those three films you'd like us to consider for next week's box office chime, bet. Chime, 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 chime. <laughs> <laughs> But before we do that, uh quick uh thoughts about the international numbers here. No surprise, it's a uh, Tomb Raider did its second overplay overseas play and it got another eighty four point five million across sixty-five markets. That includes China, where the number one debut came in at a solid forty-one point one million, ranking as Warner Brothers' seventh biggest opening ever. And coming in on par with Wonder Woman and Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Mm, wow. The full international box office total is uh, now 102.5 million and 126 million dollars worldwide, with Japan still to come. Uh, then we've got Black Panther has reached 100 <laughs> 1 billion 182.5 million dollars uh, worldwide. Edge out, Captain America: Civil War and Minions, the Disney uh-huh. Marvel phenom, is now the number 14 movie ever at the global box office internationally. It swung past Spider-Man 3 and is the number five MCU release of all time. It has outgrossed all the non-MCU superhero titles except The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Coco finally landed in Japan where it opened up to $5.8 million. and uh, Basically, the offshore total is now 50, $549 million, topping Finding Dory and The Lion King to make it the number four grossing new IP animated release of all time. Wow! wow. Global total Fantastic. is $757.7 7 million. And Peter Rabbit hopped over to the U.K. for a good start with $9.5 million <laughs> setting sending it nicely hey. for Easter. Look at Aww, that. Aw, cute. Uh, so, of course, we got these great films coming up for our box office bet. Feel free to chime away in the chat, but we'd like to do a little box office rewind. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, uh, a little little deeper into the realm of Emily Blunt. Oh. Ah. Yes. I usually do top five, but I threw in a couple other ones because I really enjoy those films. So It you be know, nice to We never really get to talk about some good of these.
1: Good old Blunt. Wait, what movie is she coming out in?
0: Uh, she's gonna be. She's doing a voice, and she're like gnomes. Oh. Yeah, she's the girl. Oh,
1: also, okay.
4: uh, the week after. In a wow, quiet place, Anthony, so you're a big oh fan.
2: My and, yeah, a Quiet so Place. Excited. And mm-hmm. who's already excited about Mary Poppins trailers have already been dropped.
4: Oh, yeah, that's
3: dope.
4: Yes. And Lynn manuel
2: oh. well, yes. and she looks fantastic in it. She's
3: smoking
2: sour. <laughs> I was super like, uh, but it looks really
0: cute. When she's taking those throwing stars, throwing them out of her bag, that's cool. No, no, yeah. she's in the mirror, and, and the they're ninjas.
2: like... It, you're you're looking well, and then she's like, "I know I am," and then walks away, and her mirror's still there. Like her. That's so creepy. It looks so cool. Mm.
4: That's Mary
1: Poppins. I boy. dig it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see Yondu's take on Mary Poppins.
0: <laughs> Mary Poppins, <laughs> <Papa>, y'all. <laughs> uh, coming in at number uh, coming in at number seven there for Emily Blunt. Looper, back from 2012. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? 20.8 million. Oh, I, I love, love that movie. movie. That was a good movie. That was a really good one. That was an okay movie. Yeah. yeah. I was like, for a good time
4: travel film, so...
2: Yes. Although, I, I hated the blue contacts.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's oh, the yeah, thing that bad. drives me off, was the blue contacts and just... Uh, Jogolab's face. Yeah, the prosthetics yeah. that they did yeah. to try to give me... Yeah. I, I just never...
0: I felt that was just... It never really made me feel like he was young Bruce Willis at all, either. Yeah. It was just always distracting just more
2: distracting. Me. Yeah. Because contacts is like, your people never changes.
4: It worked in a... It worked mm-hmm. for a second... ...when they went on, like, mid-age... Like like on the old end of Joseph Gordon-Levitt when they did that like when they started like going by like his years a little bit quicker mm-hmm. before he came became Bruce Willis, it worked for like a frame and he was like walking like his, his jaw was a little bit more set and I was like okay that's a little bit better and then all of a sudden it's Bruce Willis on screen and I'm like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> it's one of those it looks so different it would have been better just to be like don't just leave the face we know they're very different looking and especially because Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is so established so it's like. We know what he looks like
4: Yeah, just
2: the contacts get better contacts
0: coming number uh, six the Adjustment Bureau from Universal back in 2011 21.1 million that's another one I really enjoyed as well too I control know it didn't that's with Matt Damon and Emily Blunt uh, they meet and they're not supposed to meet they have the Adjustment Bureau people kind of control Ooh. the, Based on the, the a, normal flow a Philip K. Dick uh, yes.
4: work I believe
0: with the man with hats. As long as you have a hat, you can run through all these different doors taking you to different points. I don't think I a that, that one. No, was cool. It was, a, it was a little fun film. Good to know. Do you enjoy it, Neil? I didn't see it. All right, good to uh, Number <laughs> uh, five, The Girl on the Train from Universal, 2016, $24.5 million. I didn't see that one. No. I haven't seen any Is of that movies. Is
1: that the one where she's on a train?
2: Yeah. Hmm. And she, like, witnesses a murder or something or mm-hmm. did it, and then it's, like, her work. It's based on a book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that seemed like such a diss it's based on a book based on a book it's based on a book, oh, gosh. book. gosh where's uh,
2: that from huh?
0: yeah. uh, no? coming at number four The Devil Wears Prada from yes. Fox yes 2006 27.5 that
2: see that's also based on a book <laughs> there you go <laughs> I was, and the- guess what the next one so is too so terrible. good
0: uh, number three The Edge of Tomorrow from Warner Brothers uh, book
2: is better
4: 2014, 28.7. That movie was fantastic, and I loved it.
1: Yeah, I thought that movie was great. Ugh. If the book is better, I'm interested in reading the book. It's so, so different, so that's why... Did you read I, it before, though? I did. Oh, so that's And why. I read you the already, already. No, but it's that's one of those... always goes, though.
2: There's a lot of things. But I, I'd be curious. Read the book and let me know.
0: I liked everything so like, the very end that... Well how they yeah. handle Tom Cruise's character and there? I was like, hmm, okay. Tom Cruise is
2: supposed to be Japanese. On a
1: quick tangent, why don't they make like movies out of books that sucked instead of making movies out of books that were already good? Like what's They'd... what's up with that? That's They'd... what Stanley Kubrick did with *A Clockwork Orange*. The book sucked, but *Clockwork Orange* was amazing. how yeah. <laughs> so all to... you
2: need is *Kill* is the original name of the book, and It's so good.
0: I would just think now the way that it's so much more uh, marketing focused, they figured
4: like you need
2: you need uh, a successful book because then you have a built-in audience.
4: Correct. There's a diminishing return that happens with written work, which has a lot more time and space to describe what's going on and get you invested in the characters, and a piece of cinema, which only has about 90 minutes. You'd have to have a
3: a really good director to be able to pull that off,
4: you know?
2: Or just, if you're going to base it on a book, there needs to be something more like, you know, a bigger separation that you're going to change it so Mm -hmm. much, like... You know how there's based on and inspired? It should be like, it's inspired by the book. (laughs) Because it's that different that you're like, you should just change your title because this is not the same thing at all.
0: Or it should be also labeled, just saw it uh, while I was walking by it in the airport bookstore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, Coming to number uh, two, Into the Woods. Buena Vista there back in 2014. 31 million. That's pretty fun. I couldn't get into it. The songs didn't do much for me at all in there. Into the Woods. Do you... Oof. I thought Chris Pine's song. I thought I thought he did it. Uh, I was impressed with him, but yeah. I don't know.
4: The rest of it, I was just like, Oof.
2: My theater friends were like, plays better. <laughs> so that's one like. I I still want
4: to see, I don't know. I see, I, I don't know uh, do you guys know CinemaSins yes. on YouTube? I, yes. I don't know if he did one for Into the Woods, but if he did, I really want to see it because he has a shtick where if they ever say the title of the movie in the movie, he just goes like, ding. Roll credits, and so if he does it for Into the Woods, the beginning I'm of his like, review yeah. is going to be like roll, 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 roll.
2: Oh no, there's Atonement. Not Atonement, Annihilation. When they said the c- title in that movie, I was like,
1: that was
4: pretty cringe. Right? Annihilation. I
1: cringed. Yeah, uh, and it was by uh, what's her name, Leia.
2: Epic eye roll at that moment. Yeah.
1: She was, did did you roll your eyes? What's her name? Lady. Natalie Portman. No, no, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, hateful Eight chick, lady. That oh, Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tessa delivered... Thompson? No. Sir? No, Dude. Yeah. J- Jennifer Jason Lee. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she delivers a line and it was kind of bad.
4: Yeah. Was it her?
2: Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Side note, Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. is in a Janelle Monae video. Oh, my gosh. Oh. The well, Way You Make Me Feel? Super hot amazing. video.
0: Yeah. Music and, video. Uh, coming in number one from Universal, surprisingly, The Wolfman. Back from 2010,
4: $31.4 million. It
2: it's pretty good. Uh, I, wanna, I didn't love it, but it's pretty good.
4: Until this moment, I forgot that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh, wait. Never mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know.
4: uh, I wanted to like this movie so much more, but it just was
0: kind of... Uh,
4: Phase one of also, the dark universe. Yeah. Yeah, when
0: Anthony, when you find out what happens with Anthony Hopkins' character, you're like, mm, all right. Mm-hmm. fine. That's sad. All right, folks. We're running out of time here, so we're going to do a quick uh, what we think next week's top five is going to look like before we hop into our box office bet. Of course, we got Midnight Sun coming in from Open Road Films, 2,000-plus screens. Pacific Rim Uprising from Universal, 3,700 screens. And Sherlock Gnomes from Paramount on 3,500 screens. The uh, the first Pacific Rim movie made $37.2 million when it came out in
4: 2013.
0: What
3: did you say 37.2? Yes. I'm scared of people are going to choose. I, I, I do Mostly. think that
0: Pacific Rim is going to take number one.
1: I don't he, think people care enough about Pacific Rim.
3: You really I,
4: um, I don't
1: know, so, yeah. Um, there's who's the director behind it? Exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, yeah I, but it looks like a new kind of take on it.
4: Boy, you didn't like know it the changed director up in
3: <laughs> Stephen S. <So>. D. Knight.
0: <laughs> I, uh I, I I just I just think like as, as great as Black Panther is. Well, because Black
2: Panther drop okay, drop thirty percent. So if it drops like another thirty, and if it's like you know low twenties, if Pacific Rim gets high twenties, it wins. Yeah, I I think
0: that Pacific so. Rim is this is. You know, although I I won't discount, you're like no. As much as no, I was stop. like,
2: family movie, stop it, yeah. really like, family no. movie. Why are you hating on? I,
3: it looks, I hate the trailer so much. Everything's about it's butts. grown on me. Everything's about but it's not funny. It's fun, but fun I'm funnier. not the like kids that I was never a kid that laughed at butts. I always think butts are gross. I'm sorry.
0: So what is what about Sir Mix a Lot?
3: I actually really love that I love that one. I can sing that whole <laughs> well, song. Hold that and then there you go. Can you but sing but the it's whole song? F- yeah. No, it, it, but butts. it's not funny. It's just very catchy. <laughs> it's just like,
0: uh. uh I could see a top five being Pacific Rim, Sherlock Gnome, Pan, Black Panther,
3: Whoa.
1: Tomb
0: Raider. And I'd say uh, I can only imagine holding tight at number five.
1: Frank's hot take.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yes.
2: So you think Gnome will Dang. Be Black Panther is third?
0: I think Black Panther will be third.
3: That's insane.
2: Okay, I'll go with Pacific Rim, Black Panther, Sherlock Gnome, Tomb Raider. And we'll stay yeah, I can only imagine. Yep. So I'll just shift All right.
3: those two.
0: Neil, Amy, see anything? Do you like what either Carrie and I have said, or do you have another take of your own?
3: See, I would be hopeful that more people would see Love Simon. But Something's I don't. Happen. I mean, I don't know There's if always it would. VOD. What?
1: VOD, like, Video on demand. And it oh, like I know, get like a whole classic status kind of thing. Because mm-hmm.
0: you know? I feel like I can only imagine did better than expected. So I think even though I Love Simon could retain a large audience, I still think even with a drop, it still won't be able to catch, I can only imagine, for number five, at least for me.
3: Yeah. Do, do, oh, okay, do, fine. Let's um, not rush you. Whatever, know, just, just, just to be different. Yay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna say Black Panther's gonna stay. Oh. All right. Uh, just to be different, and then... Hey, record scratch there. Mm-mm. Yeah? And then, um, what is it? Pacific Rim Mm -hmm. then Tomb Raider Mm -hmm. then that's three then Sherlock Gnomes then then sure why not I can only imagine all
4: right why not Neil I'm going in with Pacific Rim Black Panther I'd be very happy if it could hold out for number one but I don't know if it can, starting yeah. off at 27 for this week. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. So, from a practical standpoint, Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. Black Panther, um,
0: Gnomes. Mm-hmm. Please, the full name, Neil. Please don't disrespect this film.
1: Don't disrespect it, Neil. Dark gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> the
4: one and only.
2: Oh, that was very good. <laughs> was actually really good. From 22,
4: good. 1, B, uh, Gnome Street. <laughs> uh, then Tomb Raider. And then, you know what? I'm going to shake it up.
1: It's
4: I'm like going to say but. Wrinkle in Time's going to hold out at 5. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, there you go. Let me That's tell you a lie.
2: weird record scratch.
4: Wrinkle in Time dropped an exact 50% this week. And second week's always a bigger drop than third week. And it landed good at sixteen point five six five. While I Can Only Imagine did 17.06. So if I Can Only Imagine does 50% and Wrinkle in Time Good does 40-something, mm-hmm. yeah. Wrinkle in Time time's going to beat it out. I'm going to hold out hope for that. Uh, that?
0: Quick side tangent here real quick. Uh, of course, uh, the director of uh, uh, Wrinkle in Time is now going to be doing the the New Gods over at Warner Brothers. true. Sure. Uh, Taking on the Jack Kirby project. I'm worried. I think visually it could look good, but I'm worried about the story. I feel like people, other people who have adapted Kirby's work for the, for the greater extent have not really delivered. So I worry about taking something like that and bringing it to the big screen. I,
4: I worry.
3: Hmm.
4: Anyone else? I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I mean, I really want to see like, uh, uh, some like first looks. Yeah. Right. Start coming to terms with what we think it's going to be.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
4: Anthony, real quick, your top
1: five. Oh, I was not prepared for this. Perfect. Ah! All, right. All right. Well, right. I'll, I'll just pre-ball it then. Um, if you can remind me of some of the movies, that'd be great. Um, I don't think Pacific Rim will take it. I think Black Panther is going to take it. I think the only one who's going to top of Black Panther is going to be Ready Player One when it comes out. Um, it's going to be Black Panther, probably Pacific Rim. Uh, sure, I'll go with Tomb Raider afterwards. So that's, what, three? Yep. Sure, and, like
0: gnomes? Uh, uh,
1: good. No, God, no! I don't think so. Okay, um, what else is coming? Out? I can
0: only imagine holding out.
1: Oh wait, no, yeah, Sherlock gnomes, and then and I guess whatever else right. is coming out. Is, I can only imagine. Yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a, uh, real quickly our box office bet. Uh, we will see what the, what the final results are in the chat. I saw it, Sherlock it Gnomes forty three. No, yeah. <laughs> Hot dog, everybody. Really? So, of course, the way the box office bet works is that we're all going to bet on what we think the opening box office gross of Sherlock Gnomes will be. The person that's closest gets to be bragger, uh, bragging rights for a prognosticator amongst prognosticators. The loser will have to go see this film and tell us all about it. Uh-huh. Sarah
4: Broccoli says sixteen for Sherlock Gnomes. God. Oh, man. Are you excited? Is this your favorite oh, battle oh group? Really
2: Ken Jack scared. says 16. Oh, God. Uh, Teresa says 13.
3: Most of us said third place, no? Yeah. 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 All of us uh, said third. Yeah. Uh, Janet Mouse that? says yeah. 18. Yeah. D
2: Monet says 12. Black Jones says 19. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, we'll All right. So, uh,. And Nomeo and Juliet, when it opened back in 2011, who was the first film in this franchise. It was
2: cute, the first one?
0: 25 it's it's 25.3 million when it opened. Well, wait, franchises.
2: So. I mean, is there a third or just. Guys.
0: Well, guys, this is the second one. So.
1: You got it wrong. It's a gnome chise. Ah, <laughs> you're done. There you go. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, Yusuf says 16. Malcolm says a, 25. Done,
1: wow. wow.
2: Starger says 21. Dave what says 18.5.
1: Uh, The first
2: one is cute. I saw the first one. And Nomeo and and Juliet was the name of the first one. Um, But that one is actually really cute. This one, I'm like... They're pushing their luck a little bit more on some like some of the jokes you're like, mm, but again it could be like what they're picking to put in the trailer.
3: Also, I've seen the trailer way too many times. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. it's been at too many theaters. That's
0: anymore. the that's when uh, <laughs> my <I'm like, laughs> movie <laughs> pass not sponsored, bites you. Yes, you yes. Got the- All right, <laughs> I
1: got my numbers. So. you Kay. got it, Anthony? Everything yes. oh, yeah. else ready? Right, I'm lost. Yeah. So, All right, Anthony, lay it on us. I'm giving it a very generous twelve million.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh. That was generous. Ooh. Interesting. Oh wait, Interesting. you didn't have it third
2: though, right, on your list?
1: Uh, had yeah, fourth. fourth. Yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. Because there's also Pacific Rim, which is like like more kids will probably be more apt to that.
4: Hmm. Depends.
0: That's what
2: family is the younger ones for the gnomes.
4: The okay. Neil Plumley. Let me zoom in here so y'all can see it. It is a 13. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. Oh no! What have I done?
0: Uh, <laughs> 13.
4: Uh, oh. 19. <laughs> oh. I did 20. Oh.
0: <laughs> 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 See this movie.
4: Quick bets! All right. Frank's gonna win.
2: <laughs> that would be funny. Something. It Goes the other way. It goes twenty point five or something. Oh, oh gosh!
4: Please, everybody,
2: still
0: gather your friends and loved ones around you and tell them that it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's essential that they go see Sherlock Holmes this weekend. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, that's gonna do it for this episode of Box <laughs> Office Breakdown. Yes. Remember, never, ever, ever stop your friends and family from seeing Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> ever, oh, ever, wow. always. See it early, see it often. Yeah, good luck, guys. Uh, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for watching the show. You can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody, for hopping into the chat. While you're on YouTube, give it a bunch of thumbs up. Do it. Go crazy with those thumbs. If you're watching after we have stream live, feel free to comment down below. Carrie Lane, what's a question you'd like them to answer?
2: Okay, we talked about it a bunch. We've probably asked this before, but favorite book to film adaptation
0: i'm gonna piggyback on that and just say what's what are you gonna do with your family and friends after you've seen sherlock gnomes just comment down below i'm excited to hear your answers
2: i'm gonna go mine is probably secret and nim oh and Watership down those were really good books and good movies and you don't feel like you lost something
0: mine would be going back in line and seeing sherlock gnomes again battlefield earth (laughs) Wow! all right everybody but if you want to stay in touch with us even after the show's over uh ladies and gentlemen you can find us all over social media anthony where can they find you sir
1: uh, you can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore right there on the screen. Tony B Tony oh, underscore.
0: Fancy. Mm, how about you, Neil Plumley?
4: Well, that's easy. You can find me at places where you people where people are found at uh, the Neil Plumley, which is T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y.
3: And you can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra M T Z. Also. Uh, p- Right after this, I'm going to head on over to AfterBuzz, and we're going to cover episodes 7 through 9 of Jessica Jones. Ooh. Nice. I still have to
2: watch that. I need a catch up for Marvel TV News tomorrow. Uh, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And if you go on my Twitter and Instagram, probably more on... No, they're on both. I posted tons of pictures of me dressed up as Lara Croft, classic, so you're... Young cells will be so happy to see that again. Um, <laughs> I had somebody specifically say that, and it was kind of funny. That's a like, good point. Uh, and then also right after this, go check out me and this dude, and we go talk about Star Trek.
0: And, folks, I'll be seeing all of you uh, at Sherlock Gnomes this weekend at the, at a theater near you. <laughs> Feel free to share all your, insta- uh, your Instagram photos, your Twitters, <laughs> all about the great times you're having at the theater while you're seeing Sherlock Gnomes. I'll be there in spirit with you. Uh, wow. Follow me on Twitter Yay! and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Until next week, folks, right. whatever you do, go see Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, we love you. We love right. movies. See we'll you see yeah. you next Sunday night. See, see you. i do <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.